Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Hello, and welcome to episode 87 of Yarns from the Plain. Competition crazy. Welcome to new listeners. We're all a bit mad here, but come and join us. We're fairly harmless. And a welcome back to all my lovely listeners who've come back for another helping. Today is Sunday the 27th of April, and so much positive comments were made about the bird song that I thought I'd try out recording outside again today. However, since we are back in Northwich rather than um, in remote areas of Northumberland, the birdsong may well be drowned out by cars and children and aeroplanes. So I apologise, I'm not sure how much you'll be able to actually hear of any birdsong. I can hear some birds, but I can also hear some cars, and I can also hear the wind in the trees, but never mind. Anyway, it's uh, getting to the end of April. How did that happen? Where, Where is 2014 going? In three days, we'll be like a third of the way through it. I, I don't understand. I, I'm sure that I went to bed and it was February and then I woke up and it was April. It's, it's, it's just bonkers. But, uh, but never mind. So spring is definitely sprung. I mean, we still get some cold, colder snaps. But, you know, it's 18 degrees today, Celsius, which feels positively warm. I haven't actually worn a coat out at the weekend's for a few days went to London last weekend and didn't wear a coat very ooh, very brave of me um, but it's uh, you know it, it is spring like I mean there's still rain it's still April showers obviously so I do take my coat at school because you have to set a good example don't you can't be seen without a coat <laughs> but never mind anyway this episode we've got some uh, more on the needles I'm afraid there's nothing off the needles oops um some spinning to catch you up on. A bit of a competition frenzy. I've got the results from my uh, Fair Isle knit-along competition and uh, a reminder of some other competitions that are going on at the moment. And then something I really like, which I've been meaning to share with you since January and haven't. How appalling am I? So, let's get on with it then. On the needles. Right. Well, it's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it, since I spoke to you last. And in that time, I have powered through about half of March on the Kaleidoscope blanket. Um, you know, had a few train journeys, so that was quite good. Caught up with uh, quite a bit of that. I didn't cast anything on during Lent, but I didn't finish anything either. So that didn't quite work, did it, really? Just kept getting distracted by other things that were going on, but um, you know we're we're okay. We're we you know it's it's just knitting, isn't it? Uh, it's not anything to get a big deal about. But I did decide I did fancy casting on something new. Um, so on Easter Monday, last Monday, I cast on a travelling woman shawl. Now this has been around for ages, and I know lots of people have have knit them, but I've not knit one. Um, and I had some. Um, 
Ginger's Hand-Dyed Delight 4-ply in The Witching Hour 2, which is a fab purple colour. I got it in a 100 gram swap as part of the Caithness Craft Collective podcast um, to celebrate Louise's 100th episode. And I was paired with Smokey Joe, who lives in Edinburgh. So she got this from Ginger Twist Studio, which I'm hearing lots of very interesting things about as a shop. So I'm quite intrigued. I have driven through Edinburgh twice. Well, I think I might have skirted around the edge once and then the second time I went right into the middle because I dropped somebody off on the way back from Nick Camp. But that's it. I've never actually got out of the car in Edinburgh. So maybe it could be time. Could be time. So anyway, so I cast on the, the travelling woman and it's it's just... I mean, I, I did some on Monday, but not much. And then I went back to school on Tuesday. So I haven't really done anything at all um, on it much. I've done a few rows on the stocking stitch section, but but not much. But yesterday was the Association of Weavers, Spinners and Dyers National AGM, and I was there as an observer, So, um, and I was stewarding in the morning. So as part of the stewarding, I got to sit in on the lecture, um, which was by Emma Sheldon. It was absolutely fascinating about her textile work. Um, really, really interesting. And so I knit on it there, and then I knit on it during the AGM. Um, because I wasn't having to vote or take notes or anything like that. So I was just there as an observer. Um, so I managed to get all through the way through the stocking stitch section yesterday. Um, got home and had a look and thought, well, okay, the, the pattern calls for two repeats of a 12-row um, lace pattern based on Barbara Walker's horseshoe lace. And then there's a 19-row pattern um, as the final chart. But obviously, you know, it says you can, you know, customise it as you wish. So I thought, well, I'd like to know, you know, I don't want a chunk left over. Um, I'm knitting this on 4.5mm needles rather than 4mm needles. I like the fabric it's giving me. Um, But the... I've got the original free version of the pattern, um, which has, you know, it just says, right, this is designed as a one skein shawl for 450 odd yards. Well, I've only got about, uh, sorry, for 350 yards. I've only got about 333 yards because I think it's 365 metres, this skein. So I was, I wanted to not have lots left over and I wanted to see if I could get another um, repeat out. I like the little shawlettes, like the peacock shawlette that I did last year with my hand spun, but they are a little bit short if I want to wear them as a kerchief with the pointed triangular part at the front. So I thought, well, maybe if I could squeeze another repeat out. So I had a, a feeling that I'd come across um, calculators to help you work out if you'd have enough yarn or not um, on the web before now. And, and I did. I had a rummage around um, in my bookmarks, and I found one by knit.com colourfuldesigns.co.uk um, I think she did it around about um, uh, ooh, I can't remember the month um, 2010 anyway but I'll put a link in in the show notes but it's just a very simple she's just obviously buried a bit of script in um, her website and you just plug in how many constant stitches you have so that's your ga- your garter border and your central um, stitch how much yarn you started with. Now, there's where I have fallen down slightly because I actually forgot to weigh it. But it should be 100, so I'm working on it being 100. How much you've used at the... and how many rows you've done at the point where you weigh it. 
and it will then tell you how many rows you should be able to get out. It keeps about three yarns worth, uh, three rows worth of yarn for binding off, so you can do a nice stretchy one. Um, although it says if the last few rows have got lots of yarn overs to make it very pointy, then you might need to knock a few rows off. Um, so I plugged it in, and it's. Um, I can definitely get an extra repeat out of the um, first chart, and could possibly push to another, um, but that would involve playing yarn chicken because. That would push me to having a, a total of 118 rows in the chart and in, in the, the shawl. And the calculator reckons I can get 117 out. Yeah, so there's a bit of yarn chicken going on. Now, obviously, had I weighed and if the yarn is more than 100 grams to have started with, then I'm fine and I probably could go for that fourth repeat. But I really, I, I don't know. I might, when I get back home, I might slip it onto um, a lifeline and slip the needles out and then just check it. I could weigh it with the, the skein and see how we do. Because um, I'd like to really get as much out of it as I can. Um, but there we are. Um, but it's a, a fab little um, calculator for top-down shawls, triangular shawls. So I would heartily recommend... Um, using that if you're trying to work out if you can squeeze a few extra repeats out um, without playing sort of too much of a game of yarn chicken. Uh, and that's it really. I've done a couple of rows on Andy's sweater, but but that's it, maybe three. Not Nothing to mention really. What I have spent most of my craft time doing this week is spinning. Um, I've plied all of the Anne of um, cleaves now. Oh, sorry, I've spun all of the uh, Anne of Cleaves now from Hilltop Cloud, um, and now I've started plying it. So that's the next thing. If I can get it plied by Wednesday, then I can put it in with a chance for a prize. Yeah, I told you it was competition crazy here. Um, in the stitch together spin along um, that finishes on Wednesday, but I honestly don't know because. It's around about four o'clock now and I'm recording a podcast because that's preferable to doing some schoolwork. I know, aren't I terrible? So I really need to go back and do that. So I don't know um, how much that I'm likely to get done. And it's parents evening as well on Tuesday. So so I don't know. I honestly don't know if I'm going to be able to play it, but I'll have given it a good go anyway. <laughs> So, this episode is called Competition Crazy, and that's because I'm wrapping up the competition from the Fair Owl Knit Along. You know, that one that we started and then I got all enthusiastic about, and then I got distracted by trying to knit Andy a jumper? I know. I'm so terrible. But it was lovely looking at everybody else's things, and I will be finishing my things because I've decided that actually finishing the vest would be a really good um, thing to put in the fair, uh, well, the knitting class at the Tame Show um, later on this year. So I have a, you know, a deadline to finish it. Um, but we had three prizes. Um, one is a signed copy of a woolly wormhead book. I think it's Playful Woolly Toppers. A second is that also comes with the um, code to download the digital 
um, version of the book as well, so you can store it in your Ravelry library. Uh, second is a copy of the Rowan book, Vintage Knits, with the Selena and the Bowen, because I ended up with two copies of it when I was trying to find the Selena um, pattern to use up the um, felty tween that I bought in John Lewis sale at Christmas, which of course you'll not be surprised to know has not been cracked open. Um, and the third is I'm going to go stash diving in some of my posh yarn stash. So it's going to be a choice of some posh yarn skeins. Um, but I realise now that what I've done is I've come out with who the winners are, but I haven't come out with who's won what. <laughs> so um, what I'll do is I'll make that a, a wee bit of a random draw um, as to what you're going to, to win. Um, the first winner is from... The finished object thread and the random number generator picked out thread number 16 or post number 16 which is quilter caroline so she had some lovely things um going on so i was really pleased um she's been uh, a lovely chatty member in the group so that's really nice the second is from the progress thread and that was post number two which is b G U five three B double E. It's actually my friend B. Um, so, so I'm going to save the postage on that one, aren't I? That's fantastic. Um, she had put in about uh, quite a through few posts early on in the KAL because she was knitting a Shetland hat from a kit that she'd got for Christmas. Um, so that was that was great to see that she's won that. And the final winner is from the chat thread. And that was post number 79, which is Katie Kitty J. So congratulations, all three of you. I'll be in touch about what your prizes are. And whoever has the um, choice of the posh yarn, I'll, I'll let you know which ones that yeah, are up for you to, to choose from. I've had a little look in my stash in Ravelry, and I'm fairly sure that some of the ones that are in there have already been won somewhere else, and I need to have moved them over into the gifted pile. Um, so, but I'll go and have a, a good rummage later on. Whilst we're talking about competitions, uh, I want to remind you that there was a competition in episode 85 to win a ball of pink Rowan Pure Wool Aran and a badge from the Pod Retreat. And to win that, you had to go over to the Ravelry group and in the episode 85 thread, you needed to pop a post in there saying... I want to win a skein of Rowan Pure Wool Aaron because it will be pulled at, random, at a, a random number generator, but it was just too good an opportunity to actually, um, you know, have you giggling. And you have made me giggle with some of your reasons. There's been quite a few um, dummies and stamped feet and uh, I need to win it because type statements so um that's just made me laugh out loud so that's just kept me chuckling so i'm really pleased so you've got until the end of wednesday this week wednesday the april the 30th um to pop a post over in that and uh and then i'll draw a random gen number generator to post that off the final thing i want to do is i want to just point you over towards a competition that's not being run by me it's being run by the fabulous uh, Golden Skein. 
Now, if you've been listening for a little while, you'll have heard of these. And I can't believe if you don't listen to British podcasts somewhere along the line, you haven't come across the Golden Skein anyway. But the Golden Skein is um, a company set up by Kate and Joe, who aim to bring independent dyers from all over the world to um, their customers through a yarn club, subscription yarn club, that's got an element of mystery involved. And each quarter for their current um, Power of Three club is inspired by a photograph. And the dyers are shown the photograph, the three different dyers, on three different yarn bases um, for a four-ply um, weight, a, a sock weight yarn, are shown the photograph, and then they go off and dye in their own way um, using the photograph's inspiration. Now, I haven't seen any of the ones from Tornado Over London, which was the first quarter of this year, but I did have the Trial Club, um, which was a fabulous picture, and three very, very different skeins of yarn. Uh, it's an absolutely brilliant club, and uh, it was only just because I'd actually joined a number of other clubs, all based around the Natural Dye Studio. Uh, and obviously I was in the Baby Long Legs Sock Club as well, that I thought maybe it was a little greedy to... Um, you know, to have that one as well. Um, so the um, competition is actually a photo competition. And what Joe and Kate have asked you to do is a photograph that you have taken, that therefore you have the copyright of. Um, if you uh, have got a particular photo that you think is really inspiring or you just love... Um, to go over to the thread in the Golden Skein group over on Ravelry and to put the photo in. I think you can also put it over in Pinterest as well, but I'm not 100% sure. But if you go over to the thread, there's certainly all the details there. Um, I've entered mine through the Ravelry thread, but I'm sure there are other ways to do it as well. Um, you need to be able to, if you are um, chosen on the shortlist, you need to be able to email um, a digital copy of your photograph um, over to them and uh, then they're going to shortlist uh, a selection and then put them up I think for voting if you win the competition if I remember rightly um, because of course I've just written down in my notebook golden skein photo comp 30th of April but what I've forgotten to do is put down the small print very clever um, I think the prize if your photograph is the one that is selected is a membership for the quarter that your photograph is used next year, and that would be the first quarter of 2015. So not a prize to be sniffed at, because it's around about £60 for a quarter, although that does include UK postage. Um, so it's, a, it's a, a fab idea. I really like it. I've completely stolen the idea myself and used photographs for a couple of bits of inspiration um, when I've been dying um, as well. So... It's uh, lovely to see. And I um, would really advise you to sort of go over. You've got a few days left, so go over and, and get yourself over there and enter that because it is a brilliant, brilliant competition. Okay. Now, onto something I really like. Knit British. Uh, you know I like knitting with British yarn anyway. You know that. That's me. But I'm not the only one. And Louise Scolet, who is also um, known as Liera, 
Lira, I think that's how I pronounce it, goodness me, I hope I don't make a mangle of that, over in um, the uh, Ravelry group, uh, I first came across her on the Woolsack group, she has set up her own podcast from the Shetland Isles, and it's called Knit British, and unsurprisingly, it is focusing on her search for knitting with British yarns. It's absolutely delightful. Um, I've listened to four and a half episodes. I'm halfway through episode five at the moment. Um, and she is, she's just got a lovely accent and she seems a very, very nice person. And I'm thoroughly enjoying her um, podcasts. So I'm h- highly recommending. She has a group over on Ravelry and she um, is over on Twitter as well. So that is the Knit British Podcast. Highly recommended. Go and find it. Well, I think that pretty much brings me up to the end for today. Because when you haven't finished much, there's not a great deal to talk about really, is there? Um, just to remind you that there um, is Wolfest coming up um, at the end of June. Um, which I am planning on going to. I missed Wonderwall Wales this weekend for the first time since about 2008, and it's uh, it's weird not going, but I couldn't go because of the AGM. Um, and we have Unwind Brighton on uh, uh, July the 12th and 13th, in unsurprisingly, in Brighton. I've never been to Brighton before, and Hubby and I booked our train tickets today, um, this week, sorry. So we're going to go down to Brighton for the day. It could be a ridiculous thing to be doing. Um, particularly towards the end of term. But there we are. I'm doing it anyway. Because, hey, when did you ever know me to do the sensible thing? So, if you are there, there is going to be a podcast meet-up at 1 o'clock on Saturday the 12th of July. It's going to be at the Cafe in the Mezzanine in the Corn Exchange in Brighton. And I look forward to seeing you if you're there. There are various bits of plotting afoot from various people not much plotting for me I'm afraid because I've really not got the process to plot at the moment but you know watch out for it if you're there could be good all right so until next time take care bye you've been listening to yarns from the plane Episodes and show notes can be found at yarnsfromtheplane.podbean.com. Comments can be left there or at yarnsfromtheplane.blogspot.com or you can message me on Ravelry where I'm Tales from the Plane. You can email me at yarnsfromtheplane at googlemail.com and you can also find me at Twitter where I tweet as Tales from Plane. Go on, make yourself heard.